Hello and welcome, friends, to The Alex Levy Show. I am your host, Alex Levy, and I am honored to have you spend an hour here with me. If you want to trust your inner guidance, ignite your intuition, and lead a spirit-guided life, then you're in the right place. I am an intuitive coach and creator of the Spirit Guided Oracle, and you're listening on the International Angels Network. My passion is to help lightworkers cultivate their intuition, and it is my hope that our time here today will be high vibe, spirited, and filled with light energy as we talk about practices, tips, and strategies to help guide people to their natural fullness of power. And I'm so excited about you joining me here today, so thank you for showing up. My guest today is Nicole Sanguinetti. And more on that in a minute. I just want to take a moment to thank everyone here at the International Angels Network and our awesome producer and founder, Claudia Ibarra, for creating this safe space for light workers to come together and unite. And finally, I would love for you to experience some free gifts I have. If you just want to head on over to alexlevyonline.com forward slash freebies. And I just have a few announcements before we get started. This podcast is brought to you by Audible by Amazon. You can get your free audiobook today. So to redeem your audiobook, visit audibletrial.com forward slash international angels. You can try Audible free for one month and receive a free audiobook for just subscribing. And this helps us really support our radio network, which we really, really appreciate. So to redeem your free audiobook, head on over to audibletrial.com forward slash international angels and you can cancel any time and you keep the first free audiobook free of charge. And if you have any suggestions for podcast ideas or topics or guests you would like me to interview, just send me a message over at alexlevy underscore intuitive on Instagram. And finally, if you would like to join our practitioner directory here in the International Angels Network. You can head on over to internationalangelsnetwork.com and fill out a little form and stay connected. So today we're going to be talking to Nicole Sanguinetti about helping guiding lightworkers to embrace their spiritual 
Nicole is a spirit medium, soul mentor, empowered empath, intuitive healer, and an angel oracle card reader who specializes in guiding lightworkers to embrace their spiritual gifts, connect with their soul mission, and shine their unique light. Nicole mentors lightworkers using her intuitive guidance, empowering them to transform their mindset, embrace their inner truth, identify their soul path, and manifest their true desires. Nicole has studied with Colette Baron-Reed, Kyle Gray, Bradley Valentine, Alana Fairchild, and James Van Prague. She's also the host of Love, Light, and Magic, the podcast. And it has become her mission to spread love, light, and healing through validating messages from angels and spirit. And thank you so much for speaking with us, Nicole. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you for having me today. I'm so excited to be here. I am too. <laughs> uh, we, we connected a while ago uh, through Instagram, right? Yes, yes. And I want to first thank you. You have been such a great support with for me and helping me with uh, my Oracle. So first off, thank you so much for your support. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm so happy to support you. I have loved watching your journey for the last, I'm pretty sure it's been a couple years, which is crazy how fast time goes by. But I remember when you were first talking about creating your deck and I was so excited and just to be a part of that, to help you and spread that news and tell everybody about how amazing it is. Oh my gosh, it's so exciting to see that magic come to fruition. I love it. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. So can we go back to the beginning, Nicole, like growing up, were you always interested in spirituality and kind of the metaphysical world? Yes, I definitely was. My first connection with spirit happened when I was just 10 years old. So <laughs> I wow. have been having that connection for a really long time. And at first I was really terrified about it. I didn't know what it was. I come from this hardcore Italian Catholic background. <laughs> and that was all I really knew. And then to have all of these things start happening to me was just kind of shocking. I didn't really have um, anyone safe, I guess, to talk about it with in my family. And so I started venturing out and, you know, going to the library and looking for books about, you know, what does it mean when you hear things, you know, mm -hmm. what are angels and what is spirit? And so that was the beginning of my journey. And now I'm in my thirties and oh my gosh, it's just big time and kicking now at this point. But the more that I opened up to it, because it took me a while, I was afraid. I was really afraid, mm -hmm. definitely because no one that I knew had that connection. Right. I couldn't talk to anybody about it. And so the more that I learned about it, the more I realized, oh my gosh, this is a thing. It's a part of me. It's okay to open up and embrace it. And I just became more enmeshed in that spiritual world and spirituality, connecting with people of like minds. And Oh my gosh, everything just blew up from there. It was so beautiful to make those connections. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember a time when like was it a specific moment when you were 10 when you knew you had that ability yes so when I was 10 years old my grandmother passed away mm -hmm. and she was my best friend I spent all of my summers with her um, doing all these amazing things and so when she passed away I was just devastated just completely devastated I didn't know what to do and I just felt like I had lost the person that I felt safest with. And so 
when I was younger and my family was, you know, preparing for the funeral and getting all of her affairs in order, we were at her house and um, I was playing in her backyard and my grandmother taught me how to swim. Mm-hmm. And so my mom was letting me swim in her pool and, you know, keeping me busy while they were taking care of business. And when I was in the pool, I was sitting at the bottom of the pool in the shallow end. Like when I was a kid, we played this game called Tea Party. I'm not sure if everyone knows what this is, but it's like when... Uh, Why didn't I get to play that game? It sounds fun. (laughs) So I was doing that by myself, you know, like letting all the air out and sinking to the bottom of the pool and just sitting Mm -hmm. on the bottom of the pool. So so, uh, I didn't know what to do with myself. And as I was sitting in the water and I opened my eyes, I saw a shadow standing over me in the pool. So I popped up because I thought maybe it was my mom coming to check on me when I came out, no one was there. So I went back down, sat back on the bottom of the pool, opened my eyes, and then I saw legs dangling in the water off the edge of the pool. Oh, my gosh. I was like, oh, my God, what the heck? (laughs) (laughs) I started freaking out. I popped back up. No one's there. Hmm. Same thing. I went back under the water, opened my eyes, and there was a person standing in the pool, hips down, and it was my grandmother. My grandmother wore these crazy bathing suits. This mm-hmm. is an old lady bathing suit, the flowers yeah. skirt on them. You know, like trying to hide stuff. I open and I see this body in her flower suit with the skirt. And I popped up. I wow. screamed. I ran to my mom. Oh, my, oh my God. I saw grandma. She's in the pool. And my mom's like, okay, this kid's clearly in grief, you know, mm-hmm. trying to calm me down. Nothing's happening. No one was there. You were just imagining it. And that was the beginning. That was the first experience. And then boom, everything opened. And I started seeing more and more spirit all of the time. So it was because of her that that portal opened. Definitely. And how long was it after she passed when you had that kind of visitation? Oh my gosh. It had to be within the first week because yeah, it was really quick. It was really, really Mm -hmm. quick. I just have goosebumps everywhere. That's, and you know, I think like, you know, the the fact that you're in water, I think there's kind of maybe perhaps symbolic something with that, you know, water, there's an element to to water, I think that helps us to kind of clear and open. Uh, So interesting. I'm wondering if that's kind of why she chose that in a way. I never thought of that before, but that is such a beautiful observation. I totally agree with you about water. I think it's a conduit for connection and with energy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Form. And I never thought about, I can't believe I never thought about that way. <laughs> You're so right. Yes, definitely. Mm. So, you know, the idea about, you know, we're going to talk more in a minute about guiding, guiding people to embrace their gifts, but I want to go back earlier and and you said there was that fear at first Mm -hmm. which I think so many people can probably relate to when they're feeling whether they're maybe really empathic or they just get these inner knowings or they had an experience like you did you know so how can you push through that you know that fear what advice would you have that's a great question I think it 100% is possible to push through that fear but it takes a lot of courage. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of bravery and it takes a lot of honesty. A lot of times when there are others out there who are experiencing different spiritual gifts, 
an awakening to these gifts, it becomes really scary and isolating. Yeah. It can be, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're afraid. One of, I think, our biggest fear as light workers is being seen, like truly being seen in mm-hmm. our unique light because, oh my gosh, pe- what are people going to say? And what are they going to think? And how do I look? You know, we have all these crazy egoic fears. And so as soon as we get that inkling or recognition within ourselves that, oh my gosh, there's something magical here, we turn it off. We're afraid. We yeah. don't want anybody to see that. But there's always a pool within your heart that's asking you, to open it up, to pay attention to it. And if you listen and you're honest with yourself and you recognize, I have this specific magic within me, that's the first step. And as you move forward, you have to be brave enough to kind of allow yourself to bear that, open it up and not worry about being seen. So the thing with this too about being seen is, there's always going to be an opinion. Yes, people are uh-huh. always, we're all entitled to that. But the hard part that we have to learn, I think this has been a really tough lesson for me as well, is that it's not our job, it's not our business to worry about what people think about us. We can't let that be the reason why we don't shine. We just can't. And it takes time to understand this. And I encourage you all to just keep pushing forward because you will understand that at the end of the day, you come home to you. And you want to come home to your truth and your light, what you know is real for you. And that takes courage and it takes strength. And I believe that we all have it, but you have to trust yourself to listen to what your heart is saying, believe in that truth of yours and just put it out there every single day, take baby steps and keep reminding yourself that this is your truth. You're here to live that truth and it doesn't matter. Don't let the fear block you, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Wow. There are so many great nuggets in what you just said. Um, and I think you're absolutely right. I think it's probably rooted in being seen in our light. Mm-hmm. And um, I think maybe that's a whole other conversation is kind of how to come out of that spiritual closet. But, uh, but you're right. It's, it's courage and we can do it. People, they, people, light workers, we have to, I think. And that's kind of what I want to dive into. So, but let's kind of break down what a light worker is. What does that term really mean to you? Hmm. I feel like there's so many ways to answer that question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the easiest way and the most simplest way that I can think of to explain this is that. A light worker is an individual who knows that they have something inside of them that encourages them to help others. And I don't think that, you know, I think this is where the confusion happens that being a light worker means that you're a psychic or being a light mm-hmm. worker means yes. that you're a medium. I think we're all light workers. I think yeah. we all have a specific, beautiful magic within us. That's our purpose that we are meant to bring forth into this world and to be of service to others, right? And Uh the way that we're of service to others is by expressing that truth that I was speaking about a moment ago. So I think a light worker is just an individual who is so open to sharing that magic and so open to bringing more love into this world and being an example for others of how to live your life from a place of truth and a place of love. 
Mm. I love that. Yeah, it is. It's about living from a place of truth and love. I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. So I, I don't know if you feel this intuitively, um, but I definitely kind of feel that there has been more of a call for light right now. Mm-hmm, definitely. So I feel like, do you feel like that? Like more people are kind of stepping into this light worker path right now? I totally agree with this. Yes. And I think that there's such a huge call for it because the truth is we live and are raised in a fear-based world and a fear-based society. Mm -hmm. I believe that, you know, the universe, the angels are our spirit guides. That spirit is, you know, helping us to dig deep to, you know, change that energy and change that vibration. There's always going to be fear and love. There always will. Yeah. There always will be. But right now we're living in such a crazy tumultuous time. I think that more people, more and more people are being called to listen to that calling within and to be of service and to shine light because everyone's ready to shift. Everyone's ready to shift that energy and shift the vibration. No one likes to be where we're at right now. We want to come back to love. And I think that's mm-hmm. a really huge piece of this calling, this awakening that people are coming to right now it's such a beautiful shift to see everyone coming out of that spiritual closet and it is it's so beautiful I'm like yes come out more just do it we need you you know it's amazing it is and I and I do kind of in a way um let me ask you do you kind of feel like the stigma of the woo-woo world is kind of moving more mainstream and kind of breaking down oh my gosh yes Oh yeah. my gosh, I'm seeing crystals at Target. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty mainstream. I definitely think so. I do too. It's amazing. It's so exciting. Like, yes, there's more of us coming out. Everyone come out of the closet and do it. <laughs> do it. I know I was at Urban Outfitters the other day and they sell tarot cards now. Oh my gosh. Next year cards are going to be in there. Yes. Well, maybe that's in the works. I'm not just saying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, but you're right. There definitely is a call. And I think people are answering it and they're feeling it. I totally agree with that. It's amazing. So I, I often think of kids who, um, like, I was always over, like, label, like, I was a nervous kid or I was extra sensitive. Do you think when kids are labeled like that as a young age, that kind of means something? Oh my gosh, I do. Mm -hmm. I agree. I 100% agree. And what's crazy about that too, Alex, is that I also, my second job is that I actually work with children. So Mm. I'm an interpreter for the deaf and I work in the And it's amazing to be in the position that I'm in and see children that are sensitive and see how they're mistreated and see how they're misunderstood. But like, I can see their truth. Mm. I can see them. And I know that they're sensitive because they have a gift mm-hmm. and they just don't know it yet, you know, and it's, yeah. I, I'm seeing it more and more. And I also think that has a lot to do with the way things are in the world right now. More children are being born in a sensitive way way and I think yes. that's going to be that new generation that's coming into the space now where it's more open and safe to be who you are and they're going to be a huge part of the shift it's going to be amazing and magical but I definitely believe that when you see children in that way I think that means they have a gift definitely 
And do you, by, by being around those, those children, are you, do you have this inner feeling like that they know something more greater or, or is it just feeling their energy in general that you have that sense? So do you mean like that they feel something more about me or about the world around them? About the world around them or perhaps even themselves. Are they, do they have that awareness? I think there's this awareness of knowing that they're quote unquote different, but they can't yeah. put their finger on it yet. Mm-hmm. And I think that the easiest way for them to describe it is to say that I'm labeled as overly sensitive or that I'm too sensitive. That's yes. very common. Right. I do think that deep down in what I can see and feel myself when I'm interacting with them is that they know that it's more than just that word of sensitivity. And I think a lot of them too have a different ability to see than possibly like maybe you, how you and I did when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. I think that they're growing up in such a time where there's so much visual stimulation that they're just more open to it. You know, yeah. I think that the way in which that they are learning how to connect with their imagination, which I believe is a huge piece in opening up to your third eye. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that that's helping them connect in a deeper way. And they know, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, it's not sensitivity. I just don't know what to call this yet, but I see different and I feel different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about like soul purpose. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, you too. Do, now, do you personally, did, did you feel like you, you came in with that inner knowing that that was always there? Here's the thing. When we, I, I believe that when we all come here, we knew before we got here in this physical body what our purpose was. But as soon mm-hmm. as we begin this earthly journey, we forget. And we spend our whole life trying to wade through that fear and misunderstanding to discover that truth again. So I believe that deep down, I always knew I was lucky enough to relearn it at a young age. I don't think everybody has that experience yet. <laughs> Not yeah. yet. But I yeah. do think that it's always, that's a huge piece of my work is to help people remember that truth within remember that calling within and yes 100% we all come here with a divine purpose we just have to figure out what it was remember and I feel like once you make the choice to really step into this light worker path when you come out of that spiritual closet it's like there's no going back like I feel like that's kind of when that knowing it just it just you just know like right that's kind of how it was for me at least yes definitely you just no. Mm-hmm. And you slowly begin to put your finger on it. Now, do you feel like light workers kind of write this into our soul contract or can anybody make the choice to kind of be a light worker? That's a great question. You know, it's interesting when you're asking me this, I feel like I'm getting a specific intuitive hit on it. So okay. go with it. there's two things that are coming with this. So the first part do I think that it comes on our soul contract. I do. And I think Mm -hmm. that with that connection, it has a specific reason. So part of my soul contract was to come here and be a medium Mm -hmm. and help people connect with those who have passed over. I think that others who are possibly not aware of having a soul contract or not, you know, learning that connection that they have with their soul contract. I think people that don't see themselves as light workers are watching those of us who are coming out of the closet and saying, oh my gosh, they have something different. What is that? I want to know what that is. 
oh my gosh, they're helping people by doing this. Mm-hmm. And I see them. I want to help people too. Yeah. So I think that there's two parts to it. You know, there's the soul contract piece, like for people like you and I, who know that we came here with a specific gift and here we are doing this work. And there's other people, you know, I don't want to say regular people because I think we're all magic. Yeah. But like people that maybe <laughs> view themselves as regular people. Muggles. Yeah, that. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. And they see other people, you know, putting this out in the world, like, oh, I want a piece of that. How can I learn and help too? So I still think that maybe if you don't have or view yourself as having a spiritual gift, you can still find a way to express your light magic. Hmm. That's what I think, yeah. So what do you feel some gifts are that lightworkers have? There's mediums, there's psychics. There's intuitive, there's mm-hmm. energy workers and healers. Oh my gosh, there's just so, so many. Yeah. So many. Those who speak to angels, those who speak to spirit, those who specialize in connecting with spirit guides and helping others connect with their spirit guides and learning what their spirit team is. So mm-hmm. many beautiful, beautiful gifts. I can't even name them all. There's so many. I know. And now I know you like em- empaths, right? I would yes, consider that. Yeah, definitely a light worker and empath. Yeah, and and that's something you you work with people, right? And I kind do. of stepping into becoming an empowered empath, right? Yes, yes, I am all about helping the empath because I I didn't even realize that an empath was a thing until I was in my mid twenties. I'm like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. there's a real word other than you're sensitive and you yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah that like you can sense and feel energy oh my gosh there's a thing and so I threw myself into understanding all about empaths and what it meant and what it was like to embody that you know gift and empath being an empath oh my gosh not for the faint of heart <laughs> not yeah. for the faint of heart 100% a part of that light worker tribe definitely and empaths oh, I feel are having such a moment right now, such mm-hmm. a moment right now. And this is yeah. a part of the movement too. There's people that are realizing, oh my gosh, my sensitivity is so much more than just this. It's on overload. I can feel things in my body. Oh my gosh, I'm in a crowded space and I'm feeling all these energies and emotions that I didn't feel five minutes ago. I was mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know? And so I really want to help empaths understand that being that sensitive is a gift. It's not a curse. That's how we, that's what we end up believing. We're afraid of it. Yes. But you can hone it. You can learn to understand it. You can learn to embrace it. And that's a huge piece of my work too. I really want to help those sensitive souls because the reason why there's so many empaths is because they're a part of raising that vibration. They are a part of that connection we spoke about earlier with helping people remember how to live in love and not fear. Mm. And the more that I help empaths and they open up to help more empaths and help more empaths and we have that ripple effect of that sensitivity, the more light and love they're going to create in this world. So I'm very, very passionate about empaths. And yes, if you are an empath, you are on that light worker path. You can't deny it. Yes. <laughs> it's a piece of your contract for sure. Yeah. I was in major empath denial for a long time. <laughs> I like 
like that empath denial. <laughs> I was. I, you know, it was almost like, I was like, I'm intuitive. Of course, I'm a light worker. I'm this, but I'm not an empath. I don't, you know, and then it was, it took me a really long time to realize, wait a minute, my extra sensitivity is my empath yes. nature. And it's okay, you know? It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. So now what if someone doesn't really know what their gifts may be right now? Like, where do you recommend they start? No one's going to like this answer because it takes yeah. work. <laughs> <laughs> but I promise you that this is fun homework. I think that it's the word meditation is really scary for people. But I believe that if you can allow yourself to go into a quiet place and just spend, give yourself five minutes, just give yourself five minutes, it's not that much, don't feel like a lot, but work up to it, and just sit in a quiet space and ask yourself, what am I good at? What do I like to do? And how do I do this in a way that helps people? How can I help people? Mm. How can I help myself? I think that, like I was speaking about earlier, that you think that being a light worker has to only mean that you're a medium or you're a psychic right. lover. But again, I believe we all are light workers. So what is something and then how can you take that something to use and use it in a way that helps people? Because we're all here to remember, to help others remember the light, right? We're all here yes. to help others remember the love. So. Yeah. I would recommend giving yourself five minutes a day to get in some quiet space and take out a journal. And I want you to start writing stuff down. Journaling and automatic writing is a beautiful and simple, easy way for you to reconnect. I know mm -hmm. it sounds like, what, really? Like I have to write? Like you don't think you're going to get a lot <laughs> out of yeah. writing, but so much will come through you. So much. So much will come through you. And if you sit down and you're writing, you know, I realize that I have this uncanny ability to always see the silver lining. I want to help people do that because I don't like seeing people suffer and worry and stress about all the bad things that are going to happen. I want to help people see the light. That's a part of a light worker job right there. So yeah. I definitely think that the first part would be to give yourself just a few minutes every day to sit down and think about what you love about yourself. What are your gifts? And how can you use those gifts to be of service? Super, super simple. It's going to be difficult in the beginning, but you've got it. <laughs> you can write stuff down and things are going to pour out of you into this beautiful notebook that you have. And you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that was in me. This is amazing. <laughs> it's there. It's true. We have to awaken it, you know? Let that begin at the beginning, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I think, Nicole, now would be a perfect time if you want to lead us and our listeners through a meditation. Oh, I would love to. Awesome. Okay. Take it away. <sighs> so excited. <laughs> so I created this meditation for all of you beautiful lightworkers. And this is going to help you with that exercise I just spoke about a few moments ago. Help you discover your magic. This meditation is going to help you to reopen your heart and claim that light worker's soul calling. 
when we come to this earth and into our earthly body, we forget our divine soul's purpose. And this meditation is going to help you reopen your heart to your magic. So let's get started. To begin, I want you to find a beautiful, comfortable space where you can sit and be undisturbed. Place your feet flat on the floor and begin to take long, deep breaths in and Feel your body begin to relax, releasing any tension in your shoulders, your neck, and your jaw. Continue to take long, deep breaths in and out. With every breath you take, you are becoming grounded into your body, into your energy, and into your home space. Now I want you to envision that you have beautiful, strong roots growing out of the bottom of the soles of your feet. Watch these roots grow deeply into the ground penetrating the floor beneath you, growing through the foundation and into the earth's crust. Your roots continue to grow deeper and deeper with every breath you take, connecting you with Mother Gaia. She is here to support you in clearing your energy, holding space to help you release what is no longer serving you on this journey of discovery. Continue breathing deeply in and out. Now it is time to reconnect with the heart. Place a hand upon your heart center. And I want you to breathe into this space. As you're breathing, imagine these beautiful cleansing breaths connecting you with your heart deeper and deeper. Really opening up to that heart. your heart is a beautiful, magical light, a light to guide your way on this sacred journey. It is time to rediscover this light now. Imagine and envision that your heart center is like the beautiful lotus flower, able to open and bloom even in the darkest of conditions. As you take that next deep breath, see this flower of your heart begin to open and flow 
your heart flower is ready to reveal magic to you. Allow this flower to bloom and open completely, revealing to you your unique light magic. Love, what do you see? Really allow yourself to see what your heart is showing you. Beautiful colors, beautiful colors and words containing your light essence are revealing themselves to you right now. What color do you see? words 
of
Oh, um, <laughs> I am not surprised that you saw peace because the way that you are here to shine is to shine in the most peaceful, beautiful light and bring everybody else back to that peaceful center. So that is so beautiful. And I love that you saw that. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for, for guiding us through that. I, I, and also something stuck out that you said, and I think it's really worth repeating You said, it is time to shine for you to embrace the words of truth. Yes. And that's so important. So important. Yeah. Embrace your words of truth. Hmm. And it's okay. It's okay to do that. We have to, and we will learn that it is safe for us to do that. That's why we're here. Hmm. So tell people a little bit how you can work with them. So if you want to connect with me and work with me privately, you can find me on Instagram at lovelightandmagic, or you can find me on my website at lovelightandmagic.com. I do private sessions. I offer several different types of readings. I'm in the process of creating a new coaching program as well. So keep an eye out for that in the future because I really am working on creating something to help people who are just on the cusp, you know, discovering Mm -hmm. that light and that word and like, okay, how do I step into that? So yes, that's another way that I'm working on connecting with people. So those are the best ways that you can find me and work with me. And you have an online course. I do. I do. If you are an empath that is ready to embrace your gift as an empath, you are going to love my empowered empath, empath course, (laughs) my empowered empath course. And this course is an online course. It's designed to be a five week program, but you can take it as slow or as quickly as you want to. And it's this beautiful, beautiful program that's all about teaching an empath what their gift is, because sometimes we get really confused about that, right? We don't understand why we feel things and like, what the heck is this? So you're going to understand what it, what it feels like, how it can feel emotionally and physically and spiritually. And I'm going to teach you all about protecting your energy. You're going to learn to protect your energy, cleanse your energy. We're going to go really in depth with grounding because I like to call it your home base, like what feels good to you. And you're going to discover what your home base is. And then you're going to take everything that you learned in this course and use it to reintegrate into the world as an empowered empath who's not overcome with anxiety or fear about all of the things that you feel and sense. And you're also going to learn how to work with angels and crystals and essential oils as well to help you in that as well. So the empowered empath course is definitely for the beautiful soul who is ready to understand what this gift is about and that is available on my website as well I also have a couple of ebooks on there too if people are curious about crystals I love crystals me too I've got one in my hand right now Oh my gosh, I know I have I have about five in my lap right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm wearing some. Um I love, love, love crystals and I fully believe that crystals are an amazing tool to help light workers. There are so many different types of crystals, you guys. Yeah. It's a beautiful way to have a spiritual tool to help you connect with what your magic is or things that you're working through in your life or navigating. So I have a couple of eBooks on my website as well. If you're curious about beginning that journey with crystals. 
Awesome. I love what you said about helping people find their home base. Cause I would imagine that's going to be different for everybody. Yes, it is. And that's yeah. why I put that in the course because it is important to understand what that feels like for you. So for yeah. example, say like, you know, I'm typically a very happy bubbly person and I'm very energetic and I'm very excitable. Like the smallest things make me happy. I get mm-hmm. so excited about them. Like that's what I know is my home base mm. where I'm my truest form, my truest self. And as soon as I go out into the world, if possibly I haven't grounded or protected my energy, if I start to begin to feel a certain way that I know is not my normal self, I'm picking up on other people's stuff. I'm picking up yeah. on other people's energy. And I think that if we don't understand that as an empath or a sensitive or whatever your gift is, it's really scary and overwhelming. You begin to think, something's wrong with you, you can have anxiety, you get really stressed out, and you begin to forget what your true form is, what your true self is, because you think that all the stuff that you're connecting with is who you are. And so I really believe in learning that about yourself first. It's not difficult. It's really simple. And that's a huge part why I put that in the course, because Mm -hmm. I want you to know, number one, you're not crazy. (laughs) You are not crazy. No. And there is a beautiful part of who you are and what your essence is. And as soon as you learn what that feels like, you're going to be able to embody that home base and always come back to it, no matter what you are facing throughout your day. Mm. Love it. You know, next time you got to come back and we'll talk about empath stuff. A whole other show, but there's so many things I want to talk to you about with that. I would um, love to. So I usually always like to end with asking one, a question for my guests. And I would like to ask you, Nicole, how do you stay spirit guided? Oh, I love this question. The first thing that comes to mind when you ask me that, Alex, is faith. Mm. It's really easy to get derailed and distracted. It's so, so easy to fall back into fear and to allow the ego to run away (laughs) with Mm -hmm. itself, right? But I think that if you can always come back home to faith and to a place of this is who I am, and this is my truth, that is the highest form, the best possible way for me, myself, that I can come back to being spirit guided. Knowing that there is a higher power universe guiding me, I'm always connected. We are always connected. And no matter what happens, if you get lost on this journey, you can always come back home to that truth and have faith in your gift. Mm. I think I may make that a mantra. This is who I am, and this is my truth. Yes! I love it. (laughs) Write Um, it on everything. (laughs) uh, I'm sure it's going to be on Instagram tomorrow, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Do it. (laughs) So let everybody know again, what's your website, and how can they find you? Yes, yes. So my website is lovelightandmagic.com. You can find me on Instagram at lovelightandmagic.com underscore magic and you can find my podcast in the apple podcast store and the podcast is love light and magic the 
podcast. Um, well, thank you so much. I really hope you'll come back. This was so much fun. Yes, I would love to. And thank you so much for having me. I am so excited. We did this. It was amazing. And I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, Nicole. And I am Alex Levy, and this is The Alex Levy Show on the International Angels Network. So thank you so much for tuning in. And please send me a hello over at uh, Instagram. You can find me at alexlevy underscore intuitive. And the Spirit Guided Oracle is available on alexlevyonline.com and over on Amazon. And you can also send me a message and connect with me at the internationalangelsnetwork.com forward slash Alex. Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern, we have Divine Guidance with Shishi O'Donnell. Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern with Diane Morgan on Angel Navigation. Wednesday, 6 p.m. UK time, UK time, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard, we have Angelic Light with our host, Susie Parrott. And then Sundays at 7 p.m., Eastern with our founder, Claudia Ibarra. And you can always join me next Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern with myself on the Alex Levy Show. And if you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe in the Apple Podcast so you're notified for future episodes as they are released. And for courses, personal sessions, you can head on over to alexlevyonline.com. Thank you all so much for listening. And please stay spirit guided.